2: It's the ringers Philly special presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel America's number one sports book right now. You can check out the new and improved parlay hub filter by odds, sport and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same game parlays all in one page. Plus start betting on the explore page and the pulse and bet live same game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG.
3: This episode is brought to you by UGG.
2: Welcome to the ringers Philly special it feels like it's been a while Benjamin Solak the NFL news is heating up right before we sign on News breaks that the Ravens are using the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. So that will be the biggest story in the NFL as we wait to see if any team or what teams are going to make an offer that he likes that he could potentially sign and get moved this offseason. We are, of course, Philly special. So we're talking Eagles today, free agency extravaganza so 12 ben i think i got 12 eagles in my free agency top 100 we're going through all of them i'm gonna tell you what i think each guy is going to command on the open market you're gonna tell me whether you want the player back for that price or let them go maybe make some predictions on who else they could sign to replace some of these guys uh but basically just diving in to what next week is going to be like how are you doing my friend
0: I'm well I didn't realize you had 12 total Eagles I'm trying to go through right now and and see if I can think of all of them
2: well we're gonna go through all of them you don't need to do it now
0: yeah I know but I just want to know if if I have another 12 off my head if you got Marcus Epps in there we're gonna have a whole conversation
2: yeah we got Marcus that's the top 100 players oh my goodness all right I think we should just get to, I mean, listen, there's some coordinator stuff happened since we last spoke with Sean Desai, Brian Johnson. We gave Mm -hmm. some thoughts on that previously. We'll have time to dig deeper into that as we approach, you know, training camp, the off season, uh, everything like that. But this, this is all about what's the next week, two weeks going to look like, who are they going to keep, who are they going to let go? So that's what we want to talk about today. Let's start with number six on my list. Javon Hargrave Benjamin Solak 30 years old coming off a terrific year really one of the best interior pass rushers in the NFL that's what he's developed into 11 sacks from a defensive tackle alignment that was second third in the NFL last year among all players I think he's looking at a deal in the range of 17-ish. So I'm going to give him $17.5 million per year. That will put him right around the eighth highest paid defensive tackle. Howie Roseman calls you up. He says, Ben, love the pod. Love the hairs looking great today. Uh, Everything. (laughs) We can get Javon Hargrave back for $17.5 million per year here do you think I should sign him or not sign him? And I know, listen, there's all the guarantee stuff that's going to be a factor that makes it a little more confusing, but still, you look at the annual uh, value of these contracts. What do you think with Javon Hargrave?
0: I think you try to get it done. I think you you try to figure out ways to keep the the cap hit this year lower, and then you work around the finances next year. (laughs) I think you try to find a way to... It's not a hometown discount, right? But it's a, we almost won the Super Bowl and you really liked it here discount. Like Hargrave was tweeting... Uh, earlier today, he tweeted like one week away, da da da, with like a crying face and grimace face, which I mean, I, I read to be like, I'm going to free agency, it's one week away, but like, <laughs> man, like, you know, like I like, it was nice here, you know what I'm saying? It was a good run. I mean,
2: how do you, he just tweeted two emojis. How do you even begin to interpret what those meant? I had no idea. There's a,
0: there's a crying face in there. Oh what are you God. talking about?
2: I, I didn't know what this it was. It's a sad face. But what was the first one? There were two, right? What was the other one?
0: Yeah, the one's the Grimace face, the, like, the, the teeth, like, oh.
2: So Grimace, he's gritting his teeth, but he's also crying at the thought of, okay, so maybe he's thinking, it's, it, it's over, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. It was a fun run. Right,
0: exactly. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, so I think he tried to get him lower, but Albert Breer reported that Hargrave and and ex-Broncos defensive tackle Draymond Jones uh, are both going to be, like, nearing $20 million per. Uh, and and uh, to me, that just prices out. Of where the Eagles can go. Uh, spent a first round pick on defensive tackle last year, had Milton Williams in the building. Like I, I I would get it if they if they back up the Brinks truck for him and let everybody else walk, but I don't think they will. So I'm I'm you try to get it done, but I'm guessing he walks for a bigger price tag.
2: Okay, but if the number is 17 and a half, are you signing him or not if you're Howie Roseman? That's part of the exercise. I'm telling you what the okay. number is that he'll agree to.
0: And I don't get to know the number of any of the next eleven players. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, we're going one by one. Yeah, we're going one by one. So he, I mean, he's your priority, right? If you're making a first call on this, I think, I would think Hargrave would be kind of the first guy, uh, you want to have a, have a beat on here. I would say if he's in that 17, 17 and a I think I'm doing it, and I... and I I,
0: I think I would do it, too. And
2: yeah. I think they would do it. I mean, when you look at how they prioritize the offensive and defensive lines, when you th- think about potentially Fletcher Cox, who will get to uh, potentially leaving, and how you want to sort of set up that defense, you know what you have with Javon Hargrave. Good teammate, has been durable, has been productive, and so I think if it's around that number, uh, I could see them really, uh, really paying up to keep him. And so... I think he's going to be back. I think they're going to make it a priority. I think they're going to let a lot of these guys walk, but I think he's one guy who I think is going to be back uh, with the Eagles. So you think he's not going to be back, but you would sign him if that were the number. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. And we'll get to some other maybe defensive tackle options once we get to Fletcher Cox. All right. Next on my list, James Bradbury played Unbelievable football for the Eagles last year. Really a a cornerback tandem, like the level of play you saw from Bradbury and Slay, uh, that might not be replicated by the Eagles in a very long time. I mean, those guys were phenomenal. Now, Bradbury is difficult because he's 30 years old and generally... 30-year-old corners, it's tough to really predict their markets. You know, the Eagles with Darius Slay, when they traded for him, he was 29. Then they restructured uh, his deal. I can't remember if they extended him or just restructured his deal, but he's making over $16 per year in his 30s. A guy like Xavier Mm -hmm. Howard for the Dolphins, they restructured his deal. He's making $18 million per year, and he's a 30-year-old cornerback. So it does happen. It doesn't happen often. I think Bradbury's going to come in lower than those two guys. I will say roughly $13 million per year. When you look at kind of the cornerback market last offseason with guys like Carlton Davis and Charvarius Ward, it was in that $13, $14 million range, and those guys uh, are younger but probably did not play as well as James Bradbury played uh, this last year. So $13 million per year. Ben Solak, do you want James Bradbury back And do you think he will be back?
0: I want James Bradbury back. I don't think at 13 million, I'm doing it. I think you've seen Roseman just kind of cycle through uh, outside corners, corner number two, pretty consistently over the course of his, his most recent tenure as the GM of the Eagles. And I think that's appropriate. I think that, Corner play is something that's really hard to set your watch to. And it's better to be constantly cycling in young options and, and, and improving your depth than to be putting all of your eggs in the basket of like two 30-plus-year-old players staying healthy for the entire season. When we go back and like, like let's say the Eagles have won the Super Bowl. And we go back and we say like, you know, oh, you remember the Super Bowl run and like all the incredible stuff that happened. The one thing that I would always bring up, and I'll still bring it up even though they didn't win the Super Bowl, is how insane it was to have two outside corners, over 30, with like no real measured depth behind them, and they just lived like that for 21 games yeah. and were fine. That's yeah. cra- that's threading a needle. Uh, and so I think they're going to try to get younger at the position. I think they're going to feel comfortable looking at draft options in the position. You haven't seen Roseman spend a first-round pick on a corner uh, over, over his time with the Eagles, but there's not really many other places on this roster to spend a first-round pick at, at least not yeah. yet. Uh, and So to me, I think you let Bradbury walk.
2: Yeah, I think I've seen that. I think that's more coincidental, honestly, than anything else. I don't think they have anything in their philosophy that says, no, we're not going to spend a first-round pick on a cornerback. I just feel like it's sort of how the, uh, how the board fell. I think even a couple of years ago with Devontae Smith, you know, I think that could have been a draft where if things fall a little bit differently, maybe they do end up with a cornerback. I'm with you. I think you look at the roster construction and you look at the guy who's playing the other cornerback spot, And it's really hard to justify bringing Bradbury back and having two cornerbacks who are going to decline at some point here in the next couple of years who are at that age. So uh, I think they let Bradbury walk. Um, I think they should let James Bradbury walk. Uh, And so I think he will find a home somewhere else. But while we're on the corners, Ben, here are the other corners I had. In my top 100, curious if you like any of these guys. Uh, Jamel Dean from the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's somebody who's not going to be cheap. He's probably going to be right in that Bradbury category and very well could make more than James Bradbury. Uh, Cam Sutton. From the Pittsburgh Steelers, who was a slot corner, played outside last year, and played well for for Pittsburgh, so I think he could be a little bit less expensive there uh, than Bradbury. He's in his 20s. Uh, Marcus Peters from the Baltimore Ravens, coming off a bad year with the Ravens. He's 30 years old. Byron Murphy Jr. from the Cardinals, younger mm-hmm. corner, has been a little, uh, little up and down, but if you're looking to kind of take a fire on a younger guy with traits, maybe he fits the bill. Jonathan Jones from the Patriots was a slot corner oh. moved to the outside uh, last year for New England Rockyasin, the Temple product Cliff's boy Rockyasin, Sin uh, who was with the Colts got traded to the Raiders Last offseason, again, a guy whose play has been uh, up and down to be kind, probably, but he's a young guy with traits. And then the last guy, Patrick Peterson, who is really up there in age, you're talking about if you just say, hey, we need a Band-Aid one year, maybe like a three, four million dollar contract, we got to get somebody in the building here, Uh, Patrick Peterson might be that kind of option. Do you like any of those corners as a potential replacement for James Bradbury?
0: uh jonathan jones made a voice out there jones a nice man cover corner uh inside out versatility jones i wouldn't mind them adding byron murphy as well is a guy that i think is better than he could that his film would afford given uh the way that that cardinal's defense worked and some of the talent with which he was surrounded so those two guys are interesting to me uh the first name you brought up who was the first name you said shoot
2: jamel dean from the bucks
0: jamel dean love a jamel dean yeah i think you're going to be priced out I uh, would not go the Rocky Yassin direction. I uh, would not go the Marcus Peters direction. I think Peters had a really tough season this year and you has never been a player that I've been been super in on in terms of, of how he plays and then the grabbiness and the penalties. Uh, so Murphy Jones to me is like, hey, they, they, they bring one of those guys at or under 10 mil. I think that's a win.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to be pretty patient here at cornerback. I mean, you saw it last year, like Bradbury fell into their laps. This was not like, oh, they had a great play in Howie season, you know, type type thing. It was like, okay, are you doing anything here? Are you going in here with Darius Slay and Zach McPherson as your corners? And then Bradbury gets released and they're able to sign him. So I wouldn't be shocked if they did something sort of similar this year, or maybe they make a move for Uh, A low-level guy, but uh, I actually think all those names I mentioned, I would be pretty surprised if they ended up signing any of those guys. I I think Bradbury probably walks. They chill for a little bit. They see what the second wave of free agency looks like. They might even wait to see how the draft uh, shakes out and then see who's available in the uh, in, in the summer there, uh, trade market also is uh, what about a J- uh, now Jalen Ramsey, we talked about him on extra point taken. That's going to be a big, big swing where you're paying uh, big money and giving yeah. up a first round pick. Would a move like that? I know it would interest you, but would you uh, do you think it makes sense for the Eagles? Would you do something like that? <laughs> you want to say yes, respon- but you can.
0: If I were being a responsible general manager, I mm-hmm. would say no. If I were Ben Solak, I'd do it in a heartbeat, baby. Let's go. We're getting Jalen Ramsey in the building. And that's the tricky thing, right, Uh, is, is, is kind of figuring out how to hold that down.
2: Yeah, I know they I mean they were interested in Jalen Ramsey when he got traded uh to the Rams. So obviously there's interest there, but I'm kind of with you. I mean, he he's gonna want a restructured contract. He's gonna want to be paid like a top five corner. You're not getting him in his prime years, and you're giving up draft capital. I just don't think that's probably not the smart way to build around a quarterback who you're gonna be pay a lot of money. All right. So we both think Bradbury's gone. This one, I'm interested to hear what you say. Chauncey Gardner. Johnson 25 years old played safety for the Eagles of course last year uh, previously a slot corner the safety market is really really tricky it's hard to come up yeah. with the projections for these safety so if you look at last year Marcus Williams uh, got paid as the top safety on the free agency market 14 million per year. So if you if you are a team that views Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as a top 10 safety, you're paying him uh, at least 13 million dollars per year. Now, if there's not that same interest, maybe because the one thing I think about is the Saints trade last year like you got Chauncey right, Gardner Johnson yeah, yeah. for nothing. I mean, if he would, maybe that was just a bad job by the Saints, which is entirely possible. But if there were all these teams that really would have liked Chauncey Gardner Johnson, you think they could have got more than what they got from the Eagles. So I would say the low end of that would be what Justin Reed got from the Chiefs last year, which is $10.5 million per year. I still think Gardner Johnson's going to come in around 13000000 million, let's say a four year, $52 million deal. Are you doing that to keep Chauncey Gardner Johnson?
0: I don't think so. Um, I just don't think... I don't, I don't think with... with. Man, it's the Sean Desai defense. I'm tempted to because I think Desai is going to ask a lot more of his safeties than Jonathan Gannon asked of his. But I'm still operating in theory there. And the whole point of getting Chauncey was like, let's know what it looks like. And then you saw like production on the ball. But as we talked about during the season... It wasn't exactly the sort misleading. of you know yeah. reliable, consistent production on the ball, just in the sense of like what's a high quality play and what isn't. Um, so it is tempting. I do think that Desai's. I, I think it's important to note that Desai's defense is going to put more stress on the safeties than the Gannon defense experience. He's going to bring them down into the box more often. He's going to leave them isolated in coverage more often, both underneath and man coverage, like in, in what plays out like man coverage, and deep down the field, picking up vertical routes and running with them. The safeties are going to have to be more the bone of the defense than, than they were previously. So I want to have quality safeties in the building. I just don't know if I want to put all of that money on Chauncey. If I can get him 13 and a half, I don't know how much lower you can get him. But yeah, I'll be interested to see what he looks like in free agency. I can see a team with a ton of cap space, just like, like the Texans, just being like, yep, whatever you want. Here you go. We got to get talent in here. You're young and very talented and like chauncey's kind of crazy but he's also a good culture guy he is you know what I'm saying like he's like like chauncey's like you know like tackles and penalties and whatever but he's a tone setter you know what i'm saying you like that in your building uh, so i could see a team that has a ton of money just throwing the bag at him uh but as it is i think at 13 and a half i let him go if i can get him out to like 12 after he hits the market initially and it doesn't look like what he looks like and he and i'm like hey you know two years 25 and get out you know again after one year if you want you know what i'm saying just gonna hang here for a little bit see if the market continues to rise like then yeah, I want to bring them
2: that's back. That's barely a difference at all. What do you mean? 13 versus 12 and a half? Is the, that's your walkaway number? I thought, you
0: said, I, I thought you said 13 and a half.
2: No, I said thir- 13, or uh, okay. I thought the low end would be uh, 10 and a half. Uh, so somewhere in between there, yeah. although I, I think it's probably right. going to look more like thirteen. I
0: liked. I, I'm I'm <laughs> signing Chauncey at twelve. Final answer.
2: Okay. All right. I'm now negotiating Listen, with you. Honestly, that's Howie Roseman's like best trait. Probably is he has these walkaway numbers where they say this is where we'll go. We're not going to be undisciplined and just get the guy um, for whatever, and it saved them in many instances. So if maybe their number would be twelve, and they would walk away. I feel like if you're paying Chauncey Gardner-Johnson this kind of money, you're really projecting that, hey, we think he's going to grow into a better player than he was in 2022. Like, I don't think he was some type of spectacular safety uh, last season for the Eagles. I thought he was solid, a solid starting safety, uh, certainly competent, certainly gave you what you were looking for, but I didn't think he was like one of their better defensive players. So uh, I would probably be pretty hesitant there. My walkaway number would probably be pretty lower. I think if he doesn't have a market and he gets lower in that Justin Reed range at like ten and a half versus thirteen. And then I'm thinking about it, but if he wants to be paid and is going to be paid like a top ten safety, then I think I would let him walk. Let me read you a lot of safeties. Uh, on safeties is a uh, the yeah, open market.
0: It's a very much changing market. So yeah, it's interesting.
2: Let me, let me give you the names uh, I have here. You tell me who's interesting. Uh, Jesse Bates, he's going to be paid more than Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, so I don't think he's going to be an option. Jordan Poyer uh, from the Bills, 32 years old. I don't know you want to go that route. Uh, Von Bell is an interesting name, although I think he's going to get a nice paycheck too because he's played very well for the Bengals. Uh, Taylor Rapp, from the Rams if you're taking a flyer maybe on a younger guy who has not played his best football Devin McCordy no Jimmy Ward no Juan Thornhill uh for the Chiefs another maybe younger guy who has not been you know out of this world where he's going to make monster money but could be available uh Julian Love from the Giants who said that uh what Nick Sirianni was lucky or whatever he said on Good Morning Football Donovan Wilson from the Cowboys Adrian Amos from the Packers who's coming off a bad year but has played well in the past and then what I think maybe the one of the more interesting names John Johnson if the Browns relief released John Johnson yeah. John Johnson has been a disappointment was a disappointment for the Browns over the last two years but he's 27 years old uh, he played well for the Rams Prior to that, he's been durable. He's said to have very good intangibles. So John Johnson is kind of the guy I circled on that list of safeties where if the Browns end up releasing him, uh, he could make sense for the Eagles. Any of those other names interest you? Did you like Taylor Rapp a lot uh, coming out of college or no?
0: I was fine with him, and I've been fine with him as a pro. Good tackler. He's solid. He's like, he's like if Apps were better. Uh, I think you're still gonna have coverage concerns just in terms of, of their mobility and, and and like that, but he plays that role. So if they lose out on Epps, I think rap rap makes sense for them there. Uh Rap has the scheme knowledge, right? He has he's played in a similar system. Same is true of John Johnson, he's played in a similar system. The name that you say that pops out to me is Donovan Wilson, who plays for the Cowboys, number six. Uh, so if anybody is watched those Cowboys games like, Oh, that that guy can play a little bit, yeah. He's a big fella. He can tackle. He's physical. He's a good re- He reads the run well. He's like, a, 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 in my opinion, a big improvement on that strong safety spot, that Marcus F spot. I love a Donovan Wilson. I think that would be good. In terms of your weak your, side safety, Chauncey is the best option on the market, I think. Amos is a solid veteran option. I think it's like a one-year look, kind of plug that gap real quick with a four-year, like $4 million, $5 million deal. And then just kind of like, okay, we don't have to handle that right now. We can handle that next season. Amos is getting a little long in the tooth, though. I think you started to see that in Green Bay last season. So for as much as I like the player, Adrian Amos, I think that if you're doing that, you're kind of stop gapping that spot. There's a lot more options for that strong safety spot, the spot that goes down to the tight end, down into the box more often. Weak safety spot, which is play over the number two receiver, the slot receiver, uh, and has to go, go play the deep middle at times. That spot's a little bit more thin in terms of the top free agents.
2: Yeah. Adrian Amos is 30 years old. He's played really well in the past, but again, last year was not a good year for him. So you have to wait, wait, is he just a declining player? Was there an injury? Was there something else uh, going on there? But he's been durable. I feel like he's sort of like an Anthony Harris-ish type signing where, like you said, this is filling a short-term need. Uh, see what else pops there and then decide what you want to
3: do. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll get to some more of these other players. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer.
2: All right, we're back on the Ringers Philly special. Jason Kelsey, he's got to decide whether he wants to play or not let's say he you know he says all right I'll come back at the same contract as last year one year 14 million dollars maybe he says all right bump that up to 15 million dollars I had another child uh, I need a little more cash in my pocket. Are you doing that and not thinking twice about it or are you saying maybe it's maybe it's time to turn the page on the future Hall of Famer Eagles Legend?
0: There isn't a figure Jason Kelsey <laughs> could ask for I would not give him. <laughs>
2: next <laughs> all right uh yes i would the,
0: uh, i've like i yeah, i've seen some cam jergens hype i've seen some like we really like like cams looked great like i've seen some, like cam quote cards from somebody i don't know who like that's all well and good i i like cam jergens film in nebraska and i've i I've talked i've spoken to cam at the the media night he seemed like a lovely fellow the eagles use jason kelsey like a weapon they use him like a sixth skill position player nobody in the league uses a lineman maybe the niners with trent williams even then it's very like i I would barely say he clears the bar the eagles use kelsey like a weapon that to me is unlike any other team uses any other lineman in the league if he wants to come back and if if he doesn't come back we have to take a large portion of our playbook and put in this like giant question mark folder till we see what cam can do so it's just it's it's a no-brainer if he wants to come back
2: yeah, I thought Juergens was a, a good prospect, but it's always a leap to just be like, this guy's going to come in and you're going to be fine. So yes, I would I would give him that. Obviously, you're tacking on void uh, years and doing some nonsense so that he doesn't count 14 million against the cap next year. It was interesting hearing him in the Super Bowl locker room really being adamant that, hey, I'm not the player I used to be. And I think someone said, well, you know, like people who watch film who know about O-line play would say you're you are, and he's like, Yeah, but he he was like, I know, like I know there are things I can't do anymore that I used to be able to do, and so um, we'll see what he decides. Do you think he will be back? I I think he will be back. Maybe it'll take. Could happen in the next week or so, but uh, I believe Jason Kelsey will be back with the Eagles. What do you think?
0: I think he'll be back. I also think if he, like, I if he decides to not come back and like go be a dad, and like I'll root for him. So hard. He'll be the number one dad in the world I'm rooting for. Like, I like
2: podcast I dad. Think- what are you talking about? Podcast is the first priority. Dad is the second right. for him.
0: Do the show. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I have a, I have such a weird emotional reaction to Kelsey leaving where like, I should feel like sad, happy, like bittersweet because the Eagles will be worse. Cause he's gone. He's been an Eagle for so long and i not an Eagle anymore. And that's sad. I feel like just sweet. I feel sweet about the idea of him saying, obviously, and then with him leaving, I would just be so happy for him. Because he's amazing, like I, I, it, it's, it's very odd. I love Jason Kelsey so much. Is the moral of this story?
2: Yeah, he's had I think what four All Pros, or, or five first team All Pro nods in his thirties. Like what a career! I mean, they tried to replace him multiple times, and then in his thirties, he's the best center in football for an extended period of time. All right. Obviously, if Kelsey retires, as we mentioned, Cam Jurgens would be the guy uh, to replace him there at center. Isaac Sayamalu started 17 games at right guard last year for the Eagles. I've got Isaac Sayamalu in sort of that Alex Kappa range. Alex Kappa was a Bucks guard who signed with the Bengals last offseason on a four-year, $35 million deal, $8.75 million per year. Ben Solak is laughing at something on Twitter. Ben Solak, would you sign Isaac Sayamalu for four years 35 million dollars.
0: Yeah, I like I I like that quite really? Samala was a solid... yeah, Samala was was a salt sol- I like I don't I think that's totally fine. Like I like Sam was a solid guard. Set it and forget it. Like I think if you want to make an argument that the Eagles need to save money somewhere, and they can real they can let Samala walk, and they can plug Jack Driscoll in at, re- at right guard and leave Landon at left guard and they have Kelsey in place and they have Cam Jorgens for the you know, succession plan at center. And then that lets them focus their draft capital, at right tackle and spend money elsewhere. Like to me, that's a, sol- a totally solid line of reasoning. I completely accept that logic. That's totally fine for me. With that said, 35 over four is good. That's good. That's a good deal for a player of Sam malls caliber. To me, that's under, that, that's under market. To me, I, I would, I would be willing to pay him more. I think at his fair price, he, and it should be noted like 2018, 2019, I did not have that opinion of Sam Malo Sam has improved over, over his second contract over like the, the late twenties of his career, the mid to late twenties of his career to the point where now I'm like, yeah, this is one of the better guards starting in the league. And to me, if you're getting that under 10 million per, you're getting that at a, at a pretty fair price.
2: I think he's a solid starter. I think I would probably let him walk, uh, for that money for a couple reasons. I mean, one is, yes, he's played well. He's played between two all-pro caliber players in Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. He started more than nine games. This surprised me just twice in his seven-year career. I mean, he played a total of 12 games in 2020 and 2021. So he has a little bit uh, of an injury history there. He's a good player. Uh, I don't think he's a great player. I think you've got to uh, make tough decisions somewhere. I think you trust your offensive line coach here that you can figure out some other options to play guard, to play right guard for you, whether that's signing someone, shape-drafting someone, uh, whatever I would not be willing to go to that number with Sayamalu. I think Sayamalu is going to be gone. Uh, you think right. he's going to come back and they're going to share your reasoning or no?
0: I think they'll, I think they'll negotiate with him. I, I would say that like if, if Sayamalu's camp came to me and said 35 over four, I'd be like, hey, 27 over three? Like I, I would want to get that, that, that timeline lowered down because I do feel like I have prospects behind him that I can cycle in. So I'd want to get him a shorter deal. I just don't know if Samalu would take that, given his age and given the stage he's at in his career. He might want to try to get that longer deal, which will make it tricky. So I wouldn't want to get him for four years. I'm Getting him at 8.75 to me is very nice. And if, if that's the figure, I think they would take it.
2: Yeah, the guarantees for most of these guys are probably only going to be, uh, you know, two years uh, anyway, so the length might, up, might end up being inconsequential. All right, next up, Fletcher Cox. Uh, Fletcher Cox's stats surprised me a little bit this year as I was doing he had like uh, nine sacks, right? Yeah, I think that's right, but he has seven sacks from defensive tackle. I was looking up just like from the interior, which most of his, if not all of his, were from the interior. Uh, seven sacks from a defensive tackle alignment, 10th most in the NFL. 34 pressures from a defensive tackle alignment, 11th most uh, in the NFL. So those numbers surprised me because I don't remember a lot of weeks where we were coming on saying, man, uh, Fletcher Cox had a really nice game. He was kind of just there and he you know, did a couple of good things uh, each game. I thought he was a competent starter. I didn't think he was great. Last year, they obviously signed Fletcher Cox to the one-year $14 million IQ. Coined it a lifetime achievement award uh, contract for Fletcher Cox. I don't think that's happening again this year, but man, you look at these interior defensive linemen, and even when they're 32 years old, they get some good money uh, out there. I mean, Roy Robertson Harris from the Jaguars just got an extension over $7 million per year. Uh, he's 30 years old. I don't think, you know, he, he is a okay player. He's not a great player. I actually think Fletcher Cox could find a deal in like the eight to $9 million per year, uh, range and so i've got fletcher cox let's say a two-year 18 million dollar deal are you doing that deal if you're the eagles or are you saying uh thank you for a great career here we wish you the best uh in the next few years
0: uh two years 18
2: million yeah
0: love you fletch good work appreciate it man Legend here. Come back anytime after you retire. Sign the one day to retire. Hop on the Eagles pregame show. Do some, you know, some stuff with Mike Quick. It's gonna be great. Enjoy the Bears. Get your work done, <laughs> brother. Go, 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 get, go get, go get those eight figures while you still can. Uh, right. which like, you know, people talk about the Browns and, and Jim Schwartz. And I think that's a fine fit. But yeah, Fletch is I, I I at this stage of his career, no, nah, I'm ready to go younger. I'm ready to let him, you know, sunlight it somewhere else.
2: I agree. I'm ready to let uh, Fletcher Cox move on to the next stage of his career. Now, in this scenario, Ben, where they lose Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, here are some other defensive tackles on the market. Yes. Draymond Jones, Dalvin Tomlinson, Zach Allen, David Onyemata, mm-hmm. Larry Ogunjobi, mm-hmm. Matt Ioannidis, mm-hmm. Puna Ford, Sheldon Rankins, A'shaun Robinson, Greg Gaines, morgan fox there's kind of a lot of guys out there do any all of those of the guys, above you want you like all those players
0: every <laughs> all, every single one of those names what would be most interesting to see is, is this as of right now and going back to last season the eagles didn't have a defensive tackle on their roster who is a natural fit to be a two-gapping defensive end which is a sort of role that you like to have in this Fangio defense. They didn't have a guy who could do it. Remember when Jordan Davis came back from injury and Linval Joseph was playing well, so they just started playing Jordan Davis next to Linval Joseph, right? It was that sort of thing where they're like, well, we don't have a, a two-gabbing defensive end, so we have this 340-pound nose tackle. Maybe we can put him out here, and like that wasn't pretty. But Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams, these are penetration players that they were playing like, just inside of that tackle. They didn't really have that guy. Zach Allen... Uh, of the Cardinals, Puna Ford of the Seahawks, who critically played under Sean Desai last year. These are the sort of guys who, who can fill that role of being that two-gapping defensive end, right? In those, in those odd fronts. Think about when Fletcher Cox was like a 3-4 defensive end back in the Chip Kelly era, that sort of a role. A little bit different, but it, it, it's a good analogy. Uh, I'll be very curious to see, especially if they let Fletch walk and they let Hargrave walk and they need depth, what sort of body type that they end up going for there. Uh, So I can see Zach Allen and Puno Ford making sense. If they're looking for a Javon Hargrave replacement, I can see Larry Ogunjobi making a lot of sense. Greg Gaines makes a lot of sense there. They have a ton of options. I would be very surprised if the Eagles sign no defensive tackles to a free agent contract in this cycle, whether that's their own guy signing back or the new guy coming in. I think that the the, the market is far too rich and the position is far too important. You got to sign it.
2: Yeah they they pretty much have to sign uh sign somebody there. Man, they got a lot riding on Jordan Davis. You know, I think jo- Jor- Davis was obviously playing through an injury. His Super Bowl reps, I thought, were not pretty uh, at all, where if he was not playing with an injury, you would be really, really concerned, but I think he obviously was playing with an injury. Defensive tackles generally take some time to develop, to mature, to become what you think they're going to be, so I think there's obviously still that upside there with Jordan Davis, but they need him to be a player uh, next year. Yeah, I don't think, like, if you signed one of these guys, you know, like a Matt Ionitis could be a rotational inside pass rusher. If you signed him and told me, hey, Jordan Davis and Milton Williams are going to start. Ioannidis is going to come in as an interior pass rusher. And, and Cliff reminds us that's another Temple product. Man, what if they signed? What if they got
0: Cliff, Rakusin Cliff, and
1: Ioannidis? <laughs>
0: what if Name every single Temple player in the NFL right now.
1: <laughs> no. In the NFL right now. All right. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler Medikevich, San Reddick. You
0: start with Tyler Medikevich? Yeah, that's Tyler, amazing.
1: No, but Tyler's my boy in college. He was cool. He was he was a cool-ass dude. All right. Keep uh, running uh michael uh dogma mike Dogby, uh, yep yeah. uh damn hold up rocky uh, Asin. <laughs> uh let me think here i just there's definitely more man i just um,
0: love the fact that my uh, matt Ionidas was what like a 2014 2015 2016 draft pick and just immediately cliff was like yep temple and i think i think there could be a there could be a 41 year old long snapper in the league right now And if we said his name could be like, yeah yeah temple great
1: yeah, there's still more I, like I, PJ Walker's kind of flirted in and out with the NFL. Yeah. A he's the NFL NFL last right now. My, my boy, my boy, Colin Thompson, uh, currently a free agent. Uh, gosh, never heard is, of this person. Colin, That's incredible. Tom- Thompson, Arch. Whoa. Archbishop Wood legend. Colin Thompson went to Florida first transferred <laughs> to the temple after and, uh, <laughs> ended up, ended up in the NFL in the Matt rule squad. They had a bunch of temple players on there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sam um, Franklin, Sean Chandler.
1: Yeah, Sean Chandler, jeez. Sean Chandler was on there. Uh, man, yo, there's more, and I'm just missing them. I, you put me on the spot, that's why. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. No, I thought you did a good job. That was incredible. It was starting with oh, Tyler Maddikevich and that got me. Did you say Robbie yeah, Anderson?
0: Yeah. Actually, Chosen Anderson, because he has chosen legally changed Anderson. his name to Chosen. Yeah. Yes. Oh,
1: he, he changed his uh, name? Yeah.
0: yeah, changed his name, Chosen Anderson. Oh,
1: uh, all right, shout out to Rob, I just,
0: man. I'll never forget Cliff going, okay, so obviously first... Tyler Maticiewicz, who's just like a rotational special teams linebacker. That was incredible.
1: So the
2: all-Cliff uh, free agency haul would be uh, Chosen Anderson replaces Quez Watkins. Uh, you bring yeah. in Rocky Sin He's going to start at corner over James Bradbury. And Matt Ioannidis comes in as a rotational pass rusher. Then, Cl- then oh Cliff's no, got to do an Deion emergency Dolchins.
1: pod. I forgot about Dion Dawkins, too. There you too.
2: go. Up in Buffalo. It's actually really
1: good. You. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I missed a couple guys. He's got, probably made the you know most what?
2: money of any of these guys, other than Clip, Redick. going
1: to go back to the film. Cliff's got
0: go to go back. got to go back to the and part, start. Yeah. Mem- memorizing his temple players till he get dialed <laughs> in.
1: You, you put me on the spot. I, I'm gonna go back to the film and then see see what's up. Oh, Sean Bradley. Forgot Sean Bradley mm, on, yeah, the on the, squad. Too. On the Eagles too. Yeah. Keith Kirkwood. Oh yeah, Chris Myrick. Shout out to Elkins Park. Chris Myrick <laughs> is on there. Shown him legend.
0: Uh, I let, I opened Pandora's box shield. Seriously. I, 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 mean, I, I, a I let two the man hour out pod of now. Yeah.
2: We're gonna finish with you Rick. Brunson. Day, baby. Yeah, Aaron McKee, Eddie Jones, all the legends. Ben, would you be if if Howie Roseman said, hey, we're gonna start week one next year with Jordan Davis and Milton Williams as our starting defensive tackles, how would you feel about that?
0: I'd ask who the third defensive tackle is because they need three.
2: Matt they, Ioannidis. They,
0: when they were I'm not. I, that's okay. That's it's okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. It's a question mark for me walking in, but I don't mind it. Given how Milton played to end the season, given the investment you put in Jordan Davis, I is getting a little old. Uh, I, I would hope that they would get someone a little bit better than that,
2: but he'd be fine. Yeah. I think if you, I think if you, have faith in Davis. You go day and you go Davis, Milton Williams, sign a third defensive tackle. See what happens in the draft. If August rolls around and you need to find the next year's version of Lynnville Joseph, uh, you can do that. So I think something like that, if they don't bring back either defensive tackle, uh, could be the route they go. All right. Miles Sanders. Oh my God. Talk about a tough guy to project what his market's going to be. Uh, very difficult. The top backs, There's, I think, like eight running backs, eight to 10 running backs that make 10 to $12 million per year. If you look at it statistically, Miles Sanders last year should belong in that group. I personally am skeptical that the league is going to view him that way. He did not play on third downs. He's not a factor. As a pass catcher, he played for a great offensive line. He played with a running quarterback. And so uh, I think he's going to come down to something like seven or eight million? It, who knows? It could even be lower than that. I think I know the answer, but Miles Sanders at, let's say three years, 24 million, 8 million a year. Are you bringing him back or no?
0: no I, I don't think so. I, Miles got better this year. And then mm-hmm. I watched Miles and pass protection during the Super Bowl. And I said, I can't, I just can't do another year of this. I can't do another, another cycle of this. Uh, <laughs> I think the Eagles need to get a bigger back. I understand why they prioritize speed but I think they have to get a bigger back and they have to get a back who's better on third down. And I think they're going to keep Kenny in the rotation and they're going to use Kenny as a pass catching back and they're going to use him as a ball carrier. And I think you try to plug that with somebody who has such a different body type and can play a different role than Kenny. And I just don't see how Miles kind of fits into that approach. Uh, I expect them to let him walk.
2: How do you feel about a Deontay Foreman?
0: Love a Deontay Foreman. Have long long loved it. I think it's Donta Foreman. I think, I can't remember how how it's 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 pronounced precisely, but Foreman, yeah. Foreman is a... Impressive back who's had health and availability problems, which you you know you, you never want to bring in a guy who you, you you don't know if you can rely on him for 17 games. So part of free agency and not having a lot of cap is making those risks. Foreman's a nice big back. Foreman is a very impressive when he runs the football. He can break tackles in, in between the the uh, in between the tackles with linebackers. He and Damian Harris are the two larger backs that I would hope that they would bring in, that they would would take a look at. Both those guys make sense to me.
2: Yeah, I like Damian Harris, too. So I, I think they will go cheaper at running back. I think they will let Miles Sanders walk, and then who knows what they will do in the draft. But I think they'll be fine there. It's a really advantageous situation for running backs. All right, let's get to your boy, linebacker, TJ Edwards. Again, Listen, some of these projections may be way off. So don't I I don't wanna come across like, hey, I'm gonna nail all these and this is exactly what these guys are gonna get paid. I'm gonna be very wrong on some of these. TJ Edwards, I have no idea what TJ Edwards is gonna get paid on the open market. After Foyer Aluacan got fifteen million dollars per year last year from the Jacksonville Jaguars, I don't know what to think about off-ball linebacker. I'm gonna put I think Edwards is the hardest guy, honestly, on this list to project. 8 million a year is anyone gonna pay him 8 million a year uh i don't know he set career highs 159 tackles last year seven passes defended five quarterback hits uh was a three down linebacker for the most part for the eagles i'm assuming you don't want tj edwards back at 8 million uh, per year do you think the eagles will want him back at a at that price range
0: no and no, but I also think he gets less than that. I'm 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 looking at okay. inside linebacker contracts right now. So we're saying at eight million, right? Like Demario Davis got nine per, Miles Jack got eight per. as an ex-first rounder. Oh, like Christian Kirksey got ten over two. Jordan Hakes got ten over two. To me, that's more around what I would expect. Like I expect Edwards to be getting like six, and I would take him yeah, back. Yeah, could like be tw- 12, 12 over two. I would take him back, no question. Miles Jack deals 16 over two. If his agents come to me with that, and I say, okay, I want to negotiate down from there, I don't mind giving him like, like if it's two years, I don't mind giving him six, seven million. Here's the thing TJ is a free agent, Kaiser White's free agent. You gotta bring one of them back, in my opinion. You do not want to be in a position right now where you are putting two new linebackers out there, even if one of those guys is Nakobe Dean. And if I try to figure out what role N'Kobe Dean plays in the Sean Decide defense. I'm thinking the guy that's better to pair him with is T.J. Edwards. I was thinking T.J. Edwards is just plainly the better player, and like the problem is the Eagles gave Kazir what five four point five over one. No Last one for right? one 4.5? for three
2: one year three million dollar deal. Three. There's, so you, oh, you might be able to, you might be able to get him back on the exact same deal. Um, but yeah, is that, can you play Kaiser white and Nicobe Dean, by the way, we have no idea what they think of Nicobe Dean. I mean, they might be like, Nope. Yeah. He's right. not going to be starting for us uh, next year, but that's a pretty light, uh, linebacker group.
0: Yeah. And, and size linebackers in, uh, in, uh, uh, in Chicago, obviously had Roquan and then, uh, Shoot, what was the name of the, young, the guy they had opposite him? I can't remember now. But then Cody Barton and, and Jordan Brooks in, um, in uh, 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 Seattle, he's had some really, really, really talented linebackers over the, over the past few years he's ran defense. He's had first-round picks at linebackers. I don't know if like even TJ plus N'Kobe is enough for Desai in terms of like having a three-down backer, having a legit coverage backer. If the Eagles have that guy on the roster, if they have a guy who's a legit three-down backer and can be impacted coverage, it is Dean. They just don't – we don't know that yet. We have no idea if that's the case, right? It's just like that's the ceiling on the guy. So I would imagine you bring back TJ, even if it's short term, just for the sake of stability and to not have to put two new linebackers on the field on a new defense – and I don't mind it. Like TJ is absolutely more athletic than he was. I he he sacrificed some of his stopping power and his physicality for athleticism, but that was the right thing to do, I think, for his stake hit the stage it was in his career and the modern NFL. And I think it was to his benefit. To the point right now TJ is like a, a impactful quality starting linebacker. I think he's like average to above average starting linebacker. Uh, which previously he wasn't. Like previously to me he was a liability. Kaiser is the guy who now to me is the liability, and I think you keep TJ and you let Kaiser go.
2: Yeah, I think Edwards, uh, you know, like we're we're making a lot of assumptions about Desai what he wants, how he's gonna play. I mean, it's all again based off of one year with the personnel he had in Chicago. And also if you're the Eagles and you're how we wrote like they're gonna invest in the positions they think are worth investing in. Sure. Do you cater some of it to the coach you have and the scheme he wants to run? Yes, but you have no idea how long Sean Desai is going to be your defensive coordinator. So you can't go over the top and say, Well, yeah, he prefers to have great linebackers and so now all of And we're going to change what we do here i just think edwards is going to get uh, a deal that's probably richer than what the eagles want to pay there and honestly i think they should their best bet is just to look for the next guy who you can develop into tj edwards i don't really have a big issue with the way they've approached the linebacker position even if you know it, it hasn't been great but you're really trying to hit on that position with younger guys not investing a lot of money Given what you invest in the defensive line. So I think TJ Edwards is going to be gone. Are you okay? Did you sneeze? Do I say bless you?
0: I sneezed. I always try to hide my sneezes from you. Because you always bring them up on the show. Uh, I hope sorry. To them I now. think
2: you've said that before. <laughs> uh, here are the other yeah. line, line. And Kaiser White. We might as well get to him now. You mentioned it. You know, I thought his his play really declined as the season went on. I know he was listed on the injury report with an ankle injury in December. I don't know how much um, you know that that uh, affected his play. But for one year, three million dollars. If you're just like, let's establish, you know, somebody who's been uh, in the building, who we know who's okay. not... Not great uh, last year. That to me would not be uh, a bad move. So other linebackers out there, again, I don't know that they're going to invest much in any of these guys, but Tremaine Edmonds, he's going to get paid a lot of money. David Long Jr., who you love, I think is going to be paid more than they would be willing to pay. Love uh, if you're going older, Levante David, Bobby Wagner, I don't think they're paying 32-year-old nope. linebackers. Uh Bobby O'Karake from the Colts doesn't do a whole lot for me. He's okay. Uh Jermaine Pratt, if you want someone with some better cover skills, maybe he could be an interested guy. Drew Tranquil, Leighton Vanderesh, Aziz Al-Shair, Quincy Williams are the other guys. And then the last guy. Eric Kendricks, uh, released by the Vikings, coming off a not good, you know, uh, kind of showing some decline last year, 30 years old. But if you were saying, hey, let's just get a Band-Aid in here, Edwards is going to walk, and Kaiser White's going to walk, let's get a veteran in here who can be okay for us, and we'll figure the rest out later. I thought he could potentially be an interesting name if he's yeah. not that expensive.
0: I think reports of Eric Kendrick's demise have been over-exaggerated. Okay. I think that when I... Yeah. I don't think he was so much declining last year as Ed Donatel was asking him, like, hey, can you be prime Eric Kendricks right no. now? And he was like, well, I'm 30-year-old Eric Kendricks, so I can do, like, 85 to 90% of what prime Eric Kendricks could do. And, like, Vikings fans want him to be that guy. Donatel wants him to be that guy, and he isn't. You come to Philadelphia, I think he's just going to be a quality backer. Uh so I would I would take a look at him. Uh, Aziz Al I thought was very nice as a rotational player for the Niners. I would take a look at him at a cheap price. Dre Greenlaw is not a free agent. I thought he was coming out of San no, Francisco. No, I don't but think you didn't so. List him. Oh heck, all right, that disappoints me. For some reason, I thought he was. Um, and so I like I like Aziz Al as a as a uh, a lower level option as kind of a cheaper option. Bring him in, plug and chug, see what it looks like. I feel the same way about. Uh, Anthony Walker, who's coming out of Cleveland. Again, like uh, uh, knowledge within the system. He's been dealing with a lot of injury recently, though. And then... Um, oh, what was the last name that you said that I liked? Uh, uh, Jermaine Pratt. If they're going to go... like, I think Pratt should cost more on the on the open market than TJ Edwards does. So if they're going to improve at the position, if they're trying to try to get aggressive and, and, and shore it up, Pratt is a force in between the tackles. Pratt is a plugger. You put pratt at mike and move tj to will that's a solid linebacking core i don't know if tj wants to make that move and if tj's making that move he's doing it for less money than he would just be getting on the open market to be a mike linebacker so i don't really understand how that makes sense but pratt to me is the player who if i were looking like actually like beef up the position a little bit that's the guy i would go give money to
2: yeah, I don't think they're going to make that investment, although I agree with you. Al Shire is an interesting name from the 49ers. Uh, started 13 games in 2021, has sort of been their fill in guy behind Fred Warner and uh, Drake Greenlaw. So I think uh, we'll, we'll see what he ends up getting paid, but I think he's an intriguing name. And the other Eagle guy. Fly. Yeah, the other guy I like there, or, or to take a look at, we mentioned, is Eric Kendricks. Can you get him on a one-year deal and just say, Let, let's plug this hole as we try to contend for a Super Bowl in 2023, and we'll figure the rest out later? Brandon Graham, 35 Greg years old. Greg Greenlot yeah
0: Dre greenlaw was originally a 2023 free agent and the niners extended him in september of 2022 which nobody told me about and it's not my responsibility to know these things
2: that's why you got to read the uh ringers top 100 uh you know that's that's where all the research gets gets done there all those free agents of course you can read on my list on the ringer.com brandon graham 35 years old still played well last year rotational edge rusher I have him. It's really interesting to look at what these guys get paid. Justin Houston and Melvin Ingram are the two comps from previous years. They get paid like $4 million for one year. And so I'm wondering, you know, maybe say, hey, BG, you've been a great eagle for a long time. We'll bump you up. Let's say one year, $6 million for Brandon Graham. Are you just saying, yeah, we don't have to have any further discussions. I'm doing that. Or do you feel differently?
0: When when you care as much as the Eagles do about depth at, at edge rusher, and when you have a guy who has proven to be a consistent pressure player, has impact plays against the run, and like the only exchange used to be he doesn't get sacks, but he just came off of a career sack season, yeah. you can get him for one year, five million, one year six million, yeah, hundred percent. That that's to me that's no question. And I imagine BG, like if BG could hit the market and go get thirteen million over two, and say he's one over six with the Eagles, I imagine he'll do that, like. Why move? You're 35. Like I think he he reads to me as a guy who could reasonably be an Eagles lifer. And and I th- I think it's he he would get less on the open market than Fletch would. And I think Fletch is kind of uh, doesn't have the legs for his role that he had in Philadelphia, whereas Brandon Graham still has the legs for his role behind Swim besides on Reddick. Like it makes a lot of sense. Um breaking news Daniel Jones, not a free agent. Uh they have a deal done. Four year deal for Daniel Jones with the Giants. No, I... I do not have a figure yet. It is not yet on Twitter, but oh baby, if it starts with a four, I'm going to feel good.
2: Why on earth did they do that? Why didn't they just tag him for a year? Oh my God. Okay, well,
0: because they think he's good. I
2: don't know. It's a mess before he, oh my if he is yeah let's see what the numbers uh look obviously
0: in like. structure and guarantees are not a lot because it might be the case where it like is the Derek Carr deal where it's like he's extended and then a year later it's like we're cutting him you know because like that's yeah the way but Jones the isn't
2: Jones would not be incentivized he has no motivation to sign a deal like that so unless his agent's did a terrible job uh then I I think well, it's he fired his agent he got different deal. ones
0: so we yeah. will see
2: and they're tagging Saquon <laughs> Barkley there you go. So say, so now Miles Sanders becomes really uh he might be the number one free agent on the market. I got Miles Sanders. Yeah,
0: because Pollard's not gonna make it Jamal Trump Williams. It, Devin yeah.
2: Singletary. I mean, these are the guys that are uh hitting the market. So all right.
0: Worth a hundred and sixty million dollars with thirty five million dollars more in upside per rap sheet
2: oh my god 40 day more, dimes, baby 40 million a year for daniel jones that is wow
0: what a why what an excellent career what a great if you could pick one year to peak in it's the year with a first time head coach where they denied your fifth year option and then you go off on your fourth year just flawless bag securing by our boy, our boy daniel
2: you could have just bought a year. Why not just buy a year, pay him 32 million next year, see if, what it looks so like that, with some that better way, pieces. That way, maybe that way. he'll be good. I'm I like I'm not I, I'm not saying he's, you know, the worst quarterback in the end. Maybe he'll be good, but I would like to see whether he's going to be uh, even better next year before signing him to this deal. That's nuts. because
0: you have to make sure you have the franchise tag available for Saquon Barkley. Oh my gosh. That's wild.
2: Well, Eagles fans, I, I mean if you're an Eagles fan, you should probably be pretty uh, excited, excited about this. Uh, honestly, Cliff says he's thrilled. He trusts he writes, uh, in the chat there that that's wild. I thought this was going to be a different giants regime that was not going to operate. I mean, it was just a year ago where they did not use the fifth year option on Daniel Jones. And now just from what they saw last year, he had the lowest depth of target of any quarterback in the NFL. Uh, and based on that they're giving him $40 million per year. Let's see. Let's see what the, I mean, nah, again, like I said, I think it's going to be legit because Daniel Jones would not be incentivized to sign that deal unless it was a legit deal. He could just say, tag me and I'll hit free agency next year. So there you go. You're going to be, I mean, Daniel Jones against the Eagles this year, it was kind of funny because against the Vikings the week before he played really well in the playoffs against the Eagles. He looked like the Daniel Jones of the first three <laughs> years of his career. I mean, their offense sucked. The Eagles shut them down easily, so yeah, we'll, we will see. Things are happening. All right, let's, let's close out with uh, a, few, a couple more here. Ben's boy, Marcus Epps. Safety. I have no idea. Where,
0: where, did, he, where, did, where, did, where did he rank at your top 100?
2: 73 on the top 100.
0: Yeah, outside your melon. Actually, I don't really know. I've never done okay. that before, so maybe Yeah, go
2: ahead. You name yeah, me uh, yeah, yeah. who all your guys are. This free agency class, by the way, sucks. This is not, this is not the year you want to be spending money uh, in free agency. I think most years he probably would not make it there. I think he will make somewhere between $2.5 and $5 million per season. Uh, I don't know where along the lines uh, he will come in there.
0: I'm looking at the list of
2: names below him. Having,
0: having Epps at 73 and then immediately below him having Julian Love is enraging. Julian Love is a remarkably better player than Marcus Epps. I ever.
2: just put all the safeties in the same all spot. On the oh! oh, my God. Calm down. I'm fine. Okay. All right. So do you, if Marcus Epps said he would pay you $3 million uh, next year, would you want him back on the Eagles? Where are you with Marcus Epps?
0: I, I take it back at 3000000 million. He's got starting experience. I'm going to try to improve upon him, though. What about like, five I mean, like, million? All... No, nah, I don't want to pay back up five million.
2: All
0: right. I mean, even then, like I, said, I guess he's still he's young and has starting experience, so it's not that bad. Like, I would get it. I, I wouldn't want to pay him five though. I, I would just so much rather just like draft a middle round guy who can also play special teams for me, and then I actually have him cost controlled for the next like three years. Um, I just don't like at, in terms of places to improve upon on the starting eleven. Like obviously, like if they let Bradbury walk corner two, if they let Javon Hargrave walk defensive tackle. But right now, the spots you'd pick would be Kaiser White and Marcus Epps. Those are the two players where the, that are the weakest pressure points in this defense when they lose I don't remember us hit.
2: coming on here after games often being like Marcus Epps, well maybe you did but uh, like I don't remember him being a huge weakness in a lot of games uh, this year I thought he improved I thought he's an okay average starting safety which like you say draft someone in the middle rounds like that's been hard to find on this defense they've had many years since Brian Dawkins where the safeties just absolutely suck and kill you uh, every time you're out there so I think you're still I'm, I don't want to be like hey Marcus Epps Is a Pro Bowler. I'm not trying to go uh, down that road, but as a solid starter, who, like you said, hey, let's let's have him here. If you draft if you draft somebody who's better than him, that's great. But at least you establish a floor. Uh, I would pay him uh, five million, a three year, fifteen million dollar deal to do that.
0: So, Marcus Epps is an average starter, right? Yeah, that was what you said. Yeah nine of the 11 players on the eagles starting 2022 team were above average starters right
2: well i don't know i mean i would have to go through all i mean fletcher cox but i thought uh, was a pretty average defensive tackle uh even though i okay I so well number.
0: so reddick hargrave uh sweat tj maddox Chaun, uh, Chauncy, I mean, TJ, you could Bradley. probably put
2: in the... I, I mean, you. I, this is the first time I'm hearing you say TJ is an above-average starter in the history. I, I said it of, 10 of, minutes ago. I know, but this episode is the first time I've heard you say that.
0: I've been... Uh, I have. Uh, all season long, I've been saying TJ's playing better than I expected him to. TJ looks more athletic. TJ's moving better. TJ clearly cut weight. With Marcus Epps, I've been saying the same thing all the time, which is that he misses key tackles and that he's not a guy you want in coverage, which at a safety position is just, it's, it's, it's fundamentally worrisome.
2: Okay. All right. I w- so
0: okay. I would take Marcus Epps. I would take Marcus Epps one year, $3 million, and I would feel okay with that. I would want to improve upon him, and I think the Eagles have a lot of options, including a guy like Donovan Wilson, who's below Marcus Epson, in your free agency top
2: 100. Okay, Donovan That's Wilson, I mean, at, talk at, about at it. Page. He has all kinds of coverage issues. Donovan Wilson, he's a hard hitter. He's a, he is the last guy you want to pay money to in the free agency market. I mean, he is going to be uh, an injury risk. I haven't looked at it right now, so I don't know how many games he's played, but I think, you see, this is a, a situation... He played 17 where, games
0: last season. Yeah, last he hasn't year. done it before then.
2: Okay, <laughs> hasn't, I was going to say. I don't Think he's done it before them. He plays kind of a reckless, uh, reckless. This is, that's a situation where I think you overrate the other guy uh, just because you have you haven't watched Donovan Wilson film every week. Or I think you'd probably have a lot of the same issues you've had uh, with. Marcus Epps there so we'll see we'll see what they do with Marcus Epps I mean if you let Epps and Chauncey Gardner Johnson go you're in a very difficult spot I mean Reed Blanketship, is he going to be a projected starter for you next year I think if you have somebody good on the other end I don't think that's the wildest idea I thought he played pretty well uh for them but they have like nothing behind them so you kind of have to sign uh somebody yeah. and we read did the you, list out uh, to everybody earlier
0: yeah did you see the Jordan Schultz report this week about Marcus Epps
2: no what was that
0: so Jordan Schultz is like an NFL insider or whatever. Uh, quote, keep a close eye on Eagles free agent safety, Marcus Epps. Lots of teams I've spoken with are enamored by his elite ability to play the run and quality coverage skills. He ranks sixth in the league forcing incomplete long safeties. Epps is only 27. Elite ability to play the run and quality coverage skills. I would love to have seen it.
2: I think he was good against the if run, he, and I don't think he was a yep. massive liability uh, as a as I, a cover player.
0: I will be very interested to see if he gets like a big deal and goes and starts somewhere else. What that looks like, uh, especially on a team that like doesn't have a record-setting number of sacks yeah. and an insane pressure defensive line. I
2: thought he was fine in cover. Now it is. I will say it. It is very hard to. Their safeties, as you alluded <laughs> to earlier, with the depth with which they play, uh, that is a difficult position to evaluate for the Eagles. All right, let's close it out. I think this is the last one. Backup quarterback, what do you want to do? Gardner Minshew was the backup this year. If you look at what backup quarterbacks get paid, it's between like 3 and $7 million. Uh, if it's a one-year million deal, and he doesn't get anything better elsewhere. Do you want to bring Minshew back on that deal, or do you want someone else like Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett, Baker Mayfield, Taylor Heineke, Cooper Rush, Mike White, Jarrett Stidham, Josh Dobbs, Trace McSorley, your boy, Kyle Allen, Case Keenum, Josh Johnson, Drew Locke. What should the Eagles do a backup quarterback?
0: I saw Bo write about uh, Marcus Mariota this week. I kind of like it. Right? The mobility, the size. I hate it. I think Marcus that makes Mariona. a lot of sense for backup quarterback. Do you? <laughs> is there is there a, I, just, is there, I a, find there is a lot of emotion a, in that hate.
2: I just find him to be a very difficult player to watch. Like it's uh, I understand I, I, he's better than all those other names I mentioned. Probably I just find him the sacks that he takes, the lack of awareness he has, uh, in the pocket, the fumbles. I feel like he's always about to get injured here, which he did end last season on an injured reserve. I also think he'll probably cost a little bit more than you want to spend on backup quarterback. I would think he's more in the six, $7 million range as kind of a high end backup quarterback. I wouldn't crush him if they signed Marcus Moore. I think he's fine as a backup, just from a viewing experience. I don't enjoy watching him play football.
0: <laughs> marcus Mariota, i i mean i feel pretty similar with you in terms of, like quality of play we're talking backup quarterbacks here i said i'm used to being the guy who's like emotionally <laughs> upset and offended that a player is not yeah. perfect <laughs> suddenly the shoe is on the other foot there that was very odd for me is that yeah. what i always sound like so spiteful so angry well, i'm maybe. messing with you
2: i don't know i think um, they're uh, i mean I, yeah. I i don't think minchu is going to be back um I think they'll I probably, I, I, I want to say they'll be patient here, but they're usually not patient at this spot. Like they usually try to no, go out. Quarterback I mean, factory. remember the Joe Flacco deal, which I just couldn't believe they were guaranteeing Joe Flacco $3 million. So I don't know who that would QB2. be two on this list. Uh, what, what do you, I wonder what Taylor Heineke's yeah. market's going to be. I kind of like a guy who just brings some chaos.
0: Well, so Heineke, Heineke is a Minshew derivative. He's a Minshew variant. Yeah, so that's right. In yeah. terms of like spunky, small quarterbacks who can scramble a little bit. Um, I really like, so like Mariota makes sense. I think you can probably go cheaper than Mariota and you can go Bryce Perkins with the Rams or, or John Wolfer with the Rams. If you want to go like really cheap, those guys are mobile quarterbacks. Tracy was with the Cardinals, another guy who, who, who still fits that mold. I prefer the PJ Walkers of the world. I think PJ Walker is a perfect backup to Jalen Hurts in terms of his ability to throw the nine ball, throw on the outside and his ability to affect the game running wise. Like they're very similar in terms of the areas of the field that they access. So I love PJ Walker as a backup. And then the other backup that I think is really interesting is Jacoby Brissett. Just because Brissett is the second-best sneak quarterback in the league to Jalen Hurts, and I feel like if you get both of them on the same team, you start doing some more creative sneak backfield nonsense with two QBs, really start to push, push the limits on, on the scrum play. Um, Brissett probably price themselves out, but Brissett's another one who in terms of throwing the ball deep down the field and then affecting the running game plays the ball the same way Hertz same plays the game, the same way hurts does.
2: Yeah. I think Brissett's going to go somewhere where he will actually get a chance to, uh, play. So I don't, uh, I don't think he's going to be in the mix. PJ Walker is a restricted free agent. So we'll have to see, uh, what happens there with the Panthers. Uh, I know you don't like a Josh Dobbs. Have you told me they're getting Josh Dobbs for, you know, the cheapest contract of any backup? Yeah. I, he can run a little bit. Veteran you know? minimum. Yeah, he can bring some chaos. So I, I, that's that's one if you're saying, okay, hey, let's just go cheap. Um, then he would be the guy I would say to go after. All right. We went through all the names. I don't even remember who we said stay and who we said's going. I don't think we stuck to the rules that uh, I said initially. Whatever. We went through every Eagles player in the top 100 who's slated to be a free agent. We will see what happens to these players next week. We will be back then to, of course, talk about it. If anything happens in the meantime with the Eagles in terms of news, we'll be back to talk about it then as well. All right. Thank you to Benjamin Solak. Thank you to Ace Producer. Temple alum. Fight, fight, fight for the cherry and the white. Cliff Augustine. I am Shiel Kapadia. We will talk to you soon on the Ringer's Philly Special.